a second for Nelly Furtado. What a what a godsend. In the name in the of the Father, the Son, and, and the Nelly, Nelly Furtado. Furtado. <laughs> oh. Welcome back to the Fierce Females of History podcast, where we tell the stories of fierce women through history that you should know about. My name's Erin. I'm Lucy. And I'm Talissa. You're up, girlfriend. Yeah, what you got? I have got someone that I think would inspire Ooh. all three of us. Mm, that's because, big. I mean, yeah, well, it, she's a journalist to give everything away pretty much. Relevant. Nice. So I want to start with a quote. The insane asylum on Blackwell's Island is a human rat trap. It is easy to get in, but once there, it is impossible to get out. Wow. Yes. I feel like... Um, I feel like I just need to go for a walk now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a no. It's a really cool story. So this is a story about Nellie Bly, who mm. was born Elizabeth Jane Cochran in 1864 in Pennsylvania, America. 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 Yeah. America. Now she was one of five children, but her dad died when they were six, so they moved, and she ended up going to teachers' college, but dropped out again due to lack of funds. Oh, yeah, which is unlucky. Yeah, so this is an ongoing theme in these stories it's always like she was educated because she had money she wasn't educated because she just didn't have the money yeah or the opportunities yeah yeah no money mo problems (laughs) no money no mo problems mo educate less education (laughs) continuing (laughs) but while she was there while she was there she added an e to the end of her name to make it cochrane because she thought that sounded better and then that fixed it. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> I don't really understand it, but I do have an uh, an uncle actually. His name was Brett, and he took one of the T's out of Brett, so it's still Brett, but just like a shorter Brett. Okay. Oh, that doesn't work. Maybe <laughs> like I, I like, just want to be a French version. I don't. Of Brett. I don't understand <laughs> it. I don't really understand it. But does it have an people accent? People do on it. The? People do it. Does it have an Please? accent? I don't think so. Uh, you could just change it to a D and make a bread. Bread. <laughs> you could do it. You could do it. I don't know that you would or should. But you could. I like it. Please continue with that. Okay. Lady with an E. So I while she was out of school, she helped her mum run a boarding house until she saw an article about uh, the role of women in the Pittsburgh Dispatch. And the article is saying, like, oh, women are there to have babies and to, like, nurture people oh, and God. essentially make me a sandwich. And she was, she responded the way that we would respond today. She was like, that's fucked. Yeah. And so she wrote back to the editor and was like, this, that's fucked. <laughs> and he was like, oh, interesting. It is a little. Interesting. He disagreed. Oh, obviously. But um, then he had her write an article. He took her on as a columnist and she loved it. She was working at the Pittsburgh Dispatch, uh-huh. writing about the factories and the treatment of the women, worker, the women workers in the factories, Yeah. which the factory owners... Didn't like. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So they complained and then she was moved over to like write about fashion and oh, good. cooking and that sort of thing. So then she left okay. after a few years and she moves to New York because she wanted to spread her wings as a writer. This is Carrie. Now, bear in mind that this mm. is around like 1886. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there were great roles okay. for women writers yeah. at the time. And she kind of gets a bit destitute and is like selling things until one day she walks into the office of the New York world and is like, editor, I want to write a story on the immigrant experience in the US. So she's pretty progressive. She's like, yeah, we've got to like 
you know, make sure people are treated equally and look at the way that people are treated. And he's like, nah, I don't think that's a good story. Oh, okay. <laughs> not yeah. important then. He, not important. He's like Googling what Not important. What is immigrant Yeah, in the 1800s, yeah. Yeah. Google, what is it? <laughs> hey, Siri, um, what does immigrant mean? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, no, I don't think so. But, and she's 23, by the way, just to give some context. Right, okay. She's this perky, kind of fashionable young lady. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, but we do know, or we have heard rumours about the Women's Lunatic Asylum on Blackwell's Island. Is that what it's called? Lunatic? The Women's Lunatic Asylum. Is that yeah. the OG Luna Park? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Coney Island. Do we? No, I'm sorry. I actually do. I think I do know what you're talking about. The island with the asylum. Off yeah, yeah, yeah. In New York. Yeah. This, yeah. It's like, it's a very creepy kind of octagonal Is building. It's still there. Um, I'm pretty, Re- yeah. Roosevelt? Roosevelt, yeah. Roosevelt, Roosevelt pretty, Island. I could be totally wrong, which is likely for me. But oh. I feel like <laughs> there was a legend. Don't so there was a legend that there was like an, an like a murderer that used to like haunt that place. What? So wait, wait, wait. I've got no background. Never, That's sorry, fine. I've never been to New York. But so there's an island off New York that is an asylum. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so there was an asylum there for women. Uh-huh. I think I'm thinking yeah. of the wrong thing. Ignore me. Yeah. Are you thinking of that jail? No, that's that I saw the Kardashians go to in an episode. Alcatraz. Yes. In San Francisco. It's windy there. Slightly Cold. different. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, you. So there's an asylum on an island. Yep. And the editor is like, okay, apparently this place is pretty dodgy. Uh, women are being treated appallingly on this island. Do a story on it. And she's like, okay. But she doesn't just do a story on it. She goes like complete method like Stanislavski well method. bring it back oh. that you nine drama yeah woo um, <laughs> she becomes her work yeah, I, I work still consumed. want to win an Oscar um, yeah and she moves out of where she was living and moves into a women's uh, place to live and she practiced for like hours in front of the mirror to make herself look crazy Whoa. like staring uh, in the mirror and then she starts just like freaking out all of the women at this this accommodation She's, I think she did, She later described it as the greatest night of her life because she was just terrifying everyone. Oh, yeah. She was living. Yeah. A cash Saturday. Cash. <laughs> and then she was examined by a judge and by a doctor who both agreed that she was mentally ill, which is pretty concerning given that she was faking it. And she was posing as a Cuban immigrant. Oh, let me just backtrack a little <laughs> okay. bit. Because at this stage, we're still referring to her as Elizabeth Cochran. But when she was at the Pittsburgh Dispatch, she changed her name to Nellie Bly. Because she thought that that sounded cooler, Copy. so she that was does sound cooler. It does. She had a pseudonym. Whoa, like Nelly. the first letter that she wrote in was under uh, the Lonely Orphan, which I'm pretty sure she still had a mother, but she you called herself like a Lonely a TV Orphan. Show on Netflix, like Black Orphan, Lonely Orphan, Orphan Black. Orphan. Yeah. Anyway, and now she changes the name to Nelly Morano just to confuse things. So she's actually changed her name once, twice, three times, and she stays on the island as a mental patient Undercover. for ten days to. To investigate the the rumours and do you think the rumours were true? I don't know. You're telling they me. They were definitely true. Yeah, I thought oh, so. Yeah. I was going to think that. <laughs> so she ended up writing a series of articles about it titled 10 Days in a Madhouse, which probably isn't a politically it's correct title today. 2019. Probably, probably wouldn't fly, wouldn't no. get past my editor. But it's, exa- but it's grabby. 
It's grabby. It makes me want it's to... Punchy. It's punchy. Yeah. It's punchy. It's punchy, grabby. It assaults It's a good you. sell. It's a good sell. It's like a Daily Mail headline. <laughs> it's on yeah. Daily Mail. Ten <laughs> All in caps locks. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but wait. So so she got in there for 10 days. Do we know how she gets out? Uh, yeah. So she had arranged with her paper to have a lawyer come in after 10 days. So her paper knew she was going to do it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Maybe. But they found that the women had been... The food was rotting. The orderlies were like choking patients. The doctors were looking the other way. Uh, they didn't have enough clothes. So we given baths in like ice cold water. And she lived this for 10 days to get the story. Pause. Mm-hmm. This is definitely what American Horror Story Asylum is based on, right? Really? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either because I get scared. Um, okay, well, <laughs> that's good information. Isn't it what it's based on? I've never seen it. What's it called? Um, what did you say? American Horror Story. I'm looking it up right American now. American Horror Story Asylum. And there's like all these different characters and storylines. But I have a feeling that there's a, there's a character in it. She's played by um, Sarah Paulson. She plays, I'm pretty sure it is a journo or like a reporter. And okay, she comes who... in and, and, and she literally, I don't know if she goes undercover, but she's oh, okay. definitely um, investigating this asylum. Yeah. And then shit hits the fan quite I bloody quickly. love that you read the storylines of these shows, but you don't watch them. Is that because they're too scary? Yeah. <laughs> I literally, I, yeah, I, yeah. Not, I go on Wikipedia and read the episode synopsises and then I'm like, oh, cool, but I can't watch them. I do that with scary movies when Same. I get to when I get to a certain point or it gets too late and I'm like, I can't go to sleep without the closure. And I'm like, I have to know that there's a happy ending. Otherwise, okay. I'm going to be terrified. Can I tell you guys how I learn about scary <clears throat> movies legitimately? I go, hey, Lucy and Aaron, have you seen this movie? What's it about? <laughs> Because I can't look it up on Wikipedia because you'll tell me if it's too scary for me to even hear. I used to be so brave as a child. Nope. I, I can't watch them anymore. Also, I just looked up, <laughs> going back to what we were saying, American Horror Story um, Asylum is, I think, about somewhere else. It's about Willowbrook State School, which was a house of people with disabilities. I don't... And it was based on a journalist who went behind the scenes of that school. So, yes, it's based on something, but I don't think mm. it's based on this. Uh, this. This is saying it's not based on that. And I think that most... Institutes for people with disabilities, people with mental illnesses yeah. at that period in time were particularly awful. awful. Yeah. Like yeah, they were just places that they just stuffed people and left them. And especially like, I mean, this is relevant. It doesn't seem like anyone was talking about it. No. So I guess that's why. There were rumors, Incomes, yeah. But Nelly forward slash. Nellie fucking Bly. Yeah. Which is a great name Nelly for a journalist, right? Bly. Don't you want to be called Nelly Bly? I'm Nelly Bly. Yeah. She's American. Nelly so yeah. you can say it like Bly. that. Bitches. It also sounds yeah. a little bit like Nellie Furtado. I was just. Not <laughs> at all, but also <laughs> exactly. Same. But also. <laughs> Nelly Furtado, a second for Nelly Furtado. What a what a god's end. In the name in the of the Father, the Son, and the Nelly, Nelly Furtado. The end. But yeah, she found that there was like enforced isolation, rotten food. People who were foreign, like foreign women who they were just admitted because they were foreign. Oh good. Oh good. Another story <laughs> of uh people of colour. M- m- I would assume. It's great I'm having strategy. some great times yeah. because of their colour. Yeah. Casual. The oh, last good. like Few millennia have been great for women and especially women of colour. Yeah. It's been just a time. It's, it's been a blast. Mm-hmm. Wild ride. Anyway. Yes. So, so she was in there for in 10 days. Way. Then her attorney let her out and um, she did a series of articles. She had she actually had it published in like two days after she came out, which is pretty remarkable given Whoa. like the horrific conditions. Like you'd think you'd still be recovering. Wait, so she was, she came out, she wrote the article. Yeah. And then she wrote another yeah. article and another article until she turned it into a book. Ten oh, days in a oh, madhouse. I've got a question. Yes. So she wrote an article in two days. I'm assuming typewriter. Two days, four days. Typewriter, two days, though. two days. And then it got get published. It'd take a day to get published. 
So she literally would have had to write, written it's it like impressive turnaround. Then. Yeah. yeah. Come out. I'm already typing, guys. Move out of my way. Ever, I can't see. Looking down. Yeah. It's fresh. <laughs> She's fucked. She was, the, yeah. she was the OG millennial on an iPhone. Like, <laughs> yes. Yep. Guys, I cannot stop. I cannot stop. I uh, couldn't get the socials going. I'm going to send a push notification <laughs> and an alert. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, it set the world on fire mm-hmm. and it sparked some major reforms at the asylum and it actually sparked reforms at a few other asylums, which Whoa. is pretty cool. But then she went on. I, like, I wanted to focus on that story because I thought that was amazing. But yeah. there's more to her than just that because then she went on to circumnavigate the globe I'm sorry. in 72 days in an attempt to beat the fictional trip undertaken by you know Phileas Fogg in around the world in 80 days and yeah. she did it in 72 days Queen is this a joke and we don't you don't hear about her enough guys get no. out the lounge is hard for me half the time how does someone honestly how does someone have the time and the energy and they're like I'm gonna do it drive maybe is the right word to do the asylum thing be traumatised to shit I would assume like that's horrific come out write about it and they're like I'm gonna circumnavigate the world. Well, to be fair, I think it actually makes a lot of sense because she's gone in there and it's been total batshit. She's come out, she's like, it's fresh. I'm just gonna fucking bash this out yeah. now, yeah, so that I can get over it. No transcribing. Mm. And just did it rather than oh, I'll just leave it, have a rest, and then have to come back into it and tap back into that. Yeah, like when you nap and wake up to your homework in the morning, you're not gonna do it. And then as soon as that <laughs> article gets out and the book gets out and everyone's still talking about it, she, she just became like massively it famous. Out. Yeah. yeah she's- Considered one of the best, but journalists she's she hightails it out of there. Like I don't want to keep talking about this. Literally hightails it like in a plane, literally seventy-two wow. days. Yes, oh, no. and fun fact: Lois Lane from Superman, yeah. based on Nellie Bly. Hey, yes, Lois. Mm. Okay, not as impressive. No, not as impressive because she's really just like Superman's the best. Yes, Nellie's like there is bad things happening to women. Nellie is <laughs> Superman. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Woman, Superman, Super Jono. Yeah. Just a superhuman. Are you sure Clark yeah. Kent wasn't based off her? Yeah, I, feel I agree. Like... I vibe that more. Maybe. Um, but Lois Lane was a journalist too. She was. She was also very proactive. Yeah. Did she fly around the world I think in days? like in the in the latest Superman ones could. with what's his face? Henry Cavill and Amy Adams, who I love. Mm. Do you know she hasn't won an Oscar? And she's been nominated more times than Leonardo DiCaprio, but there's not the same rage, except for Inside Me, where I rage about it every day. Okay. But that's all that I want to talk about. Whoa, Nelly, we're done. Yep. She, seriously, wow. I feel like... <laughs> I just feel disappointed in myself. <laughs> I, I know, it's like... Doing more with she was time. 23 when she went into the asylum. Like, it's... I mean, I don't mean well, fill my time with that. No. I just... Although I did have a mental breakdown at 23, so relevant. 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 Yeah. Fun. Fairly Fast-paced. Yeah. I'm basically Nellie Bly is all I'm saying. Basically. Yeah, thanks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Bizarre, Proud Nelly of myself. Bly. Similar letters. Yeah. With, like, some L's and some B's. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to the end of our episode today. Thanks for joining us. Feel free to send us an email at history at gmail.com. Slide on into our DMs at fiercefemalespodcasts. We post heaps of stuff on there about the show, what's coming up, and we want to hear from you. Or just send us a carrier pigeon. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 